know, to each person that's here on the panel. So, uh, but first, I wanted to kind of give an introduction to each person that's here on the panel. So, first again, hello, Basco. So glad that you're here. Hello is a Kai Alpha legend. If you guys were here last week, you got to hear some of her story and just how she was just amazing, uh, just leaning into community here. And so, really grateful that you're here. Hello. Um, and you were a small group leader in your time here at, at VCU and Chi Alpha. That's right, that's right. Hello, graduated in 2015 and is now a faculty member at the School of Nursing and a family, that's right, that's right, come on now, come on, and a family nurse practitioner. So a cool fact about Hello is her favorite hobbies are disc golf and being an Hello, uh, we're going to pass down that mic to you. Before I announce it, I just did small group leading. Hi, everyone. My name's Halal. It's really an honor to be here, and I'm excited to get to know a lot of you afterwards and talk more. Um, first thing, I'm just going to, like, state the elephant in the room, like it's not the greatest thing to be asked to be the single person on a panel. It's just not, like you'd never imagined you'd be here. Um, and so when Marcus asked me, I was like, man, I got to think about that if I want to, because I've done this a couple of times. But you know what, it is the people who I've listened and in the past who've been, who showed me a single perspective um, were so encouraging to me. And so after a couple of days of thinking about it, I was like, you know what, I've done this much thinking about it, I should just come and talk. Um, so my background, I've dated a couple, I, I don't know how deep you want me to get into this, but I've had some dating experience, some serious, some clear things that maybe I could have made some wiser decisions. Um, but I'm unmarried, and I'm currently not dating. Thank you so much, Halal, for, for taking the time today. I'm so glad that you're here. And thank you for your wisdom. Uh, so the next uh, folks I want to go to are David and Mor Morgan. <laughs> David and Morgan Bogart. I don't know. I can't say that tonight. <laughs> so yes, come on now. David and Morgan went to John Tyler Community College, and they were both involved in Chi Alpha as small group leaders here in Chi Alpha, in Richmond. Morgan leads the young adult ministry at uh, at the chapel called Thrive with her husband David. Uh, a fun fact about Morgan is she is in the process of getting her pilot license. So flying high, come on, come on. So, and uh, David works as an ICU float nurse for VCU Health. So thank you for your service these past couple years, you know, and all that you do. Um, a fun fact about David is that he is dangerous on the basketball court, y'all. <laughs> My brother David, so David, he has mean skills. He's got meaner skills than Kyrie Irving. I'm telling you guys, like, I went on a missions trip with David back in the day, and this man was crossing people up, like, protect your ankles if you go against <laughs> David. He will cross you up, and he will drive in the paint and make you feel awful. No, but David is an amazing person. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are on the panel, and uh, David and Morgan have been married for almost three years now, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, David and Morgan, tell us a little bit about yourselves. First of all, you got some fresh socks, Marcus. Oh, thank look you. At, look at those foxes on his socks. Yes. Come yes. on. I'm very passionate about <laughs> my socks. But, you know. Wait, what was your question? <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about yourselves. 
Okay, uh, my name is Morgan, and I'm married to this guy. And, um, yeah, we started at John Tyler Community College where we met. Um, actually, the guy I used to date introduced me to David. That was... <laughs> so, yeah, our story's really interesting, actually. <laughs> um, so we were at John Tyler Community College, right, living it up. I was there for, like, five or six years. It was a, it was a long journey. <laughs> Sometimes it's a journey. Yeah, no, no. And uh, so then we came to VCU, and David actually brought me to Chi Alpha. He introduced me to Mike. That's how I met Mike for the first time. Uh, David was on worship that night, and he was like, you should come to this group. I'm like, if you're there, I'm there. <laughs> but yeah, so then we were in Chi Alpha, um, and I was kind of coming here into Chi Alpha when I was also still at John Tyler, then finally transferred over to VCU, and um, we led, uh, you know, small groups here together. And so, fun fact, to, to rewind back to John Tyler, we had dated for a month, only a month. And then David's like, you know, I'm not really feeling this. He's like, but he. All right, all right. Uh oh, <laughs> here we go. Don't listen to anything. I, I really do think, um, you know, just to, just to say kind of like where I was coming from, I really, um, and I, and I'm not trying to cut you off, um, but I, I really did struggle with commitment, you know, I, I grew up in a family that, that made sure, like, you knew that dating, you date for a reason, right, and you, like, want to honor the girl, and I thought, um, you know, like, oh my gosh, am I ready for this, like, the flirting phase is fun, but then when you get into dating, you're like, oh gosh, like, am I ready, and so I, I overanalyzed it, and certainly, like, I do think it might not have been the perfect timing, but, but like she said, we, we dated for a month, we broke things off, and we were kind of in an awkward um, <laughs> phase of friendship. I mean, has anyone been there? Are we the only ones? Come on. When you're friends after dating, it's hard. Just period. There's no easy way to do it. Um, but, but thank, you know, just so, so thankful that, you know, through that season of it, um, of us being friends, getting to know each other, um, it was actually... And um, at Chi Alpha Winter Retreat, where we started to date. So that's. Uh, he asked me out at 1.30 a.m. at the retreat. What? Oh, yeah, we did go on a mission trip. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, but we broke it off for two years. It was a long two years. I liked him the whole time. I was like sitting in these seats, you know what I mean? And I was like looking at this thing, Polly, and I was like, you know, one day David, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be married. I'm believing for it. So this is but like this is very nostalgic, you know what I'm saying? Being here tonight with David Bogert talking about dating, because I liked him for so long. I liked him for the entire two years. So <laughs> Thanks for giving us a little bit of uh, background of y'all's relationship and your marriage. This is really awesome. <laughs> no, that was that was really good. And uh, lastly, we've got Mike and Jen Godswa. You know them, you love them. So Mike and Jen have been Kyle for missionaries for 24 years. So, uh, <laughs> oh my God, what was that? Oh my goodness, they're old. <laughs> They are directors, and one thing I noticed about Mike and Jen is seasoned. Yes, seasoned. Y'all are seasoned. We like our food seasoned well around these around these areas. But um, one thing I really appreciate about Mike and Jen is they're really intentional about community. 
and uh, you guys are always having folks over at your house. You know, it's college students, you know, it's, it's always a fun time having over to y'all's place. But um, Mike and Jen met each other at a summer camp when they were in high school, and they just recently celebrated 25 years of marriage. So, yeah, we're here for it. Come on now. So, uh, Mike and Jen, we know you guys, but tell us a little bit more about yourselves. <laughs> oh, what's to share? What's to share? Our son, Sam Godswa, is uh, sitting out there in the seats right now. Yeah, so um, uh, I'll tell you this. So I remember at summer camp, we met at a place called WLD Ranch, uh, the Wayne Leonard Davis Memorial Ranch. And I remember talking to a counselor, uh, a fellow counselor, and we were talking about relationships that we were in. He was dating a counselor, and Jen was the horse wrangler. Uh, a horse wrangler, yes. So she, she like, busted Broncos is what she did. Uh, she's tough. Uh, she's the canned horse. They're like one step away from the glue frac factory is really where they're at. But, um, but no, and I remember um, we were talking, and this guy, his name is Dave, and I said, you know, I, I think this relationship with Jen's going to work out. And he goes, what, you think you're going to get married? And I said, no, no, that, but it's good. It's really good. So, um, so we connected there, uh, and uh, yeah. We were pretty young, but I guess <laughs> we, yeah, so we dated for six years, five years, got engaged, we were engaged for a year, and I was still 20 when we got married. So that's kind of our story, but uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, but <laughs> hopefully we'll have more things to yeah, share. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, like, those introductions and getting to know you guys a little bit more, and so... Let's dive in. So uh, let's jump into these questions that folks were asking. So we will start on the first one. So we received a lot of questions about dating. Um, and so we'll start with the first one. Uh, someone asked, if I desire to be in a relationship, should I actively uh, be seeking, or is it okay that I have a mindset that, I'll, that it'll happen when God plans it? So let's start with that question. David uh, and uh, Morgan, would you... Would you tell someone that has that desire to be in a relationship but is wondering how intentionally they, like, yeah, basically, what's your answer to that question? I'll, I'll repeat it again. If, uh, the person asked, if I desire to be in a relationship, should I actively be seeking or is it okay to have a mindset that it will happen when God plans it? All right, I have the mic. <laughs> All right, so um, I guess for, I think it's really important to recognize um, I think the first part of that question, like, um, you know, should you be pursuing it or being content? I think you can be content with where God has you as you're pursuing. You know, I don't think that, like, there's anything, like, I think that some people, and I, and I you know, I struggle with this too. Like, it's very easy to, like, pray for a relationship and then talk to no girls. It's like, well, you're probably going to, you know, God might use you as you're, out, you know, going to events with girls, meeting, you know what I mean?
I mean? Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes we get in our heads, like, it has to be supernatural. It has to be, like, boom, there she is, you know? But it's like, no, that's not, that's not how it happens. Like, there's nothing wrong with getting each other's numbers. There's nothing wrong. And so I think that, like, yeah, we can get in the mindset, like, I have to be content. Like, I can't go out of my way. But, like, there's, I think that that's, that's you know, maybe not um, perfect. <coughs> Ooh, voice crack. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, y'all. Um, but, no, I just think that that's not, you know, that's not true. There's nothing wrong with um, pursuing a relationship. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, I think it is important, though, that your relationship with God comes first. It's important that you are content in your relationship with the Lord. But I think he puts the desires in our heart for a reason. Um, and so I think that there was a desire, um, you know, in you for a reason. And so I think there's nothing wrong with pursuing a relationship. Morgan, did you have any thoughts or? All right. Well, how, how about Mike and James? Yeah. So uh, there's this verse in Philippians that we love to quote. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Our son Levi has a poster of Stephen Curry on the basketball court. And he's like, that's it. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Right? It's like. Am I going to pass that physics exam? I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Am I going to be able to, you know, uh, pay for my tuition this semester? I can do all things through him who gives me strength, right? Am I going to be able to afford that luxury car? I can do all things through him who gives me strength. We lift that verse out of context and we make it mean whatever we want it to mean. The verse is actually about contentment. When Paul is talking to the Philippians, he's celebrating the fact that they are providing for his needs. Like it's a, it's a missionary support letter is what Philippians is. And he's saying, like, man, I'm so thankful that you invested in me, but I have learned to be content in all circumstances. And so what I would say about pursuing a relationship, I'd ask you to think about your motivation. What is behind your desire to be in a relationship? If you're pursuing a relationship because you think that relationship will give you contentment, you will be disappointed. Because the truth is that when you step into a relationship, you find out that that person doesn't necessarily complete you, but they bring all of their good qualities and all of their weaknesses into that relationship. And it can be complicated. Um, and so my question for you is, have you learned to be content in your situation, in your circumstance? Because that's the place where you're at right now. And that's the place that you need to press into and ask, Lord, will you provide for me the contentment that I need to understand that my completeness comes only in you? And then you ask the question about pursuing a relationship, or can I just, like, let it happen? This is also another really interesting thing. It really kind of depends on your theology. <laughs> if you're an extreme predestination kind of person, then you will sit and wait. But let me just tell you, <laughs> it's probably not the best way to go. Um, here's, here's the deal. Um, when Abraham's servant goes to find a wife... Um, for Abraham's son, Isaac, he 
he goes to a particular place. He goes to the well. Why does he go to the well? Because he knows that's where the ladies are going to go to find water. Do you know what I'm saying? And so here's a couple things, right? A lot of times people sit in their room and they pray, God, will you give me the woman or the man of my dreams? And they never are around people who might kind of fit those qualities. And so um, <laughs> we had this saying um, back in the day, and I'm going to kind of like share this so that we can kind of perpetuate on. Chase after Jesus with all your heart, right? We're all about loving God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's the best place to be. But as you're chasing after Jesus, look to your left and look to your right and see who's chasing after Jesus with you um, because that might be the person uh, that God is bringing into your life, right? Are you positioning yourself in a place where other people are loving God? And maybe you can love God with them for the rest of your life. <laughs> so just a thought. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, we always used to say, check your peripherals. Check your peripherals. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, to tag on to what Mike said at the end, in high school I dated somebody, no, of course it's high school, it's not, not always that serious in high school, but I did date somebody who didn't, like, love Jesus like I did, and I was on fire for Jesus in high school. And I told myself the whole time, like, God is good, I'm praying for this guy, he's coming to church with me, like, it's going to work out. And, you know, I, I kept praying, like, Lord, if it's your will, would you just let this work out? And then, of course, if I don't do anything about it, what do you think is going to happen? Like, it's it's not going to break up. Like, what am I waiting for it to happen? You know what I mean? So then eventually, what I'm trying to say is it, it doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Like, if you love Jesus and if you're on fire for him, like, like don't don't think that you can change somebody because you're going to take that on on your own shoulders, which which is never, like, our job to do. But like Mike said, look for somebody who's already chasing after Jesus. Don't be, don't be the person that tries to, to change that person. Of course, that happens like once in a blue moon, and those stories are always like really beautiful, honestly. But, um, yeah. That's good. That's good. Thanks for sharing that, guys. I'm hearing a lot of like being content um, with our relationship with Jesus, but also being intentional to have the steps that we take in stepping into relationships. So, well, that's good. Um, hello. The next question is for you. Um, Someone asked this question, um, when dating or getting to know someone, what are some important questions that you should ask? And you mentioned that you, uh, da you've dated in the past. But what, do you have some thoughts Mark, on that? Mark, if you could say your qualities that you oh. like. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What are some qualities? Yes. That I'm looking for, what we should be Yeah, what we should for. be looking for. Mm. I feel like I want these folks to also answer that too because they have some experience in a positive relationship but what I look for is good communication and like values and honestly personality personality is huge even if you like have the same values and you love Jesus but the chemistry is not there you don't have fun together you shouldn't really push it and honestly that's the reason why I've said no to second dates, third dates, because it just wasn't there. And it wasn't wrong for me to deny someone another date. I just kind of knew. And so I think a lot of people have pressure to keep going and feel things out. 
and it's really not there. So what did I say? Communication always. And I can talk more into that for a very long, long time. Um, and then values, obviously, if the foundation isn't there, it's not going to work out. And then personality. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of questions, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, to add on to that, I feel like something that's really great is when you can know the person in like their life context. You know like their friendships. You know what kind of friends they're hanging out with. You know what their family is like. You know what they're like with their family. You know what they're like with their siblings. Um, I think a lot of times, or, or nowadays, we live in a world where you can date people over the internet. And not that that's like a bad thing, but you're lacking that that aspect of like seeing them for who they are and like holistically um because you don't know who this person is like hanging out with necessarily they could be um well you you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> does that make sense yeah i just feel like that's really important that's good are you guys down there do you have any thoughts on that on that question I guess I'll just say this. Um, I was talking with somebody at one point, um, and she was saying that she's she and her boyfriend were trying to kind of figure out. You know, they were they had graduated from college. They were trying to figure out if they uh, should get married. And one of the things that they were trying to figure out was sort of like if they agreed on certain things. Um, it wasn't values as much as like I don't know, like uh, where we we want to be in ten years kind of a thing. And, you know, as we were talking, I was like, well, that's a little bit hard to, to commit to. You know, where are you going to be in 10 years? And I think what came out of that conversation was you don't have to know what the other person is. All, like, you don't have to decide all the things together and then go, oh, I think this works. But you understand how to how those decisions are going to be made. You know, are we going to talk it through? Do you hear me when I say, you know, concerns, or can I hear you when you, you know, can we compromise on these things? Um, I think I say that just with the one disclaimer that, like, sometimes the Lord really puts a calling on a person, you know, and you really feel like, I have a passion for this thing, and I feel like it would be disobedient to, to God to follow it. And if the other person is like, I just am not... Mm -mm, I'm not doing that. That that I think would be a reason to maybe say like uh, maybe this is not the right move to to commit our lives together. So let me add uh, this: honor and respect. I think are qualities that are necessary in a relationship. And uh, let me just kind of talk about uh, boundaries in our relationship. We honor. And we respect people when we honor their boundaries in a relationship. Um, I think when you start dating someone, there's a natural tendency, especially as college students, to make it physical fast. You're spending many times all day together. I mean, you could. You mean you could spend entire amounts of time with someone. There's, no, there's nothing stopping you from spending 24 hours together. And I think there is that infatuation and that, you know, excitement that says, I want to spend all my time with this person. Uh, and uh, there's a possibility of allowing that physical nature of your relationship being together to push those physical boundaries. Um, 
I think sometimes it's the guys who have that tendency to push it, right? Um, to say, oh, I want to just take a step more or a step more to see how much I can. And I'd want to encourage you, ladies, if a guy is not honoring your boundaries, he is not treating you with respect. And that's a good sign to walk away from that relationship. And I would say that the same thing just across the board. When someone says no, then you need to honor and respect that. To love is to serve someone. Uh, and if you find a significant other who will choose to serve, to push aside their own desires so that they can honor you, uh, that is somebody to continue to invest in a relationship with. Yes, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Well, um, honor and respect, well, that's, those are really two important things for us to remember in relationships. And thank you guys for sharing that. Um, this next question is for the ladies here on the panel. Um, and it's kind of, we've been talking about it for a couple of minutes. But if a guy unexpectedly asks you out and you, uh, asks you out or you realize that you are interested, excuse me, well, let's try this again one more time. <laughs> it was where our phrase kind of weird. If a guy unexpectedly asks you out, or you realize they are interested in you, and you aren't sure how you feel about it, how should you respond? I'm prepared, prepared to respond to this question um, because it has happened to me a couple of times. And if, 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 you're, if you know that you don't want to go out with this person for whatever reason, you don't have to explain it to me or to yourself sometimes or to anyone else, communicating very clearly to this person that you don't want to go on a date with them. And, that, and like, period. Because I think it's actually hurtful to guys when you say, it's, it's because I, I'm not ready. Because that gives them this idea that maybe you will be ready later. Or putting someone in the friend zone is like really a slap in the face. I'm sorry, it just is. And so if you can just say, I'm not interested in going on a date with you, period. I wish you well. I think that's received very well. I don't know from a guy's perspective, but I've done that a couple of times, and it helps our relationship as Christian sisters and brothers to move forward and to treat each other with respect. That's what I would do. But at the same time, you, you need to think in your head the reasons why you're saying no, and not that's not permission to overanalyze, because I know girls have a tendency to do that. Um, so maybe you can check with a friend, maybe one or two, maybe not the world, maybe your mom, maybe a trusted person, someone you're meeting with, and just say, do you think this is okay? And then together kind of decide what is the most straightforward, loving thing you can say to this brother who who honestly is probably wanting the same thing that you do. You just want companionship. And it could work out, it could not. So that is my uh <laughs> encouragement for girls, and um, I hope guys would appreciate that too. Morgan or Jen? I was just going to say, I really like how you pointed out, like, you mentioned the words over and over again, loving and respecting. Because they're a person, too, and, like, they probably, like, broke out in a sweat trying to, like, you know, get to that point of asking you out. And, and you know, guys are sensitive people, too, and, and you don't want to drop them on the ground. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm being for it. Yeah, but I, I like what you said, you know, because that's like how we love our brothers in Christ. 
that way is is by being gentle with our words and our answers and and being kind and loving them in those moments as well and not discouraging them either yeah yeah and i'll just add one thing i think that sometimes um you know we kind of get in our heads the kind of person that we want to date like I mean, now I already told you that I was really young when I met Mike, but I just thought that I wanted somebody that was like melancholy and moody. 